Welcome to Foul Play, your one-stop shop for Realm Royale news, discussion, and updates. When it comes to cooking chickens, few know better than your host and head chef, I Hold Shift. Hello everybody, welcome back to Realm Royale's favorite, if not most humble podcast. This is Foul Play, episode number three, and three is the magic number today, as we will be without Senior Baggins the Hobbit. He's uh, off doing Gamescom things. And I have to tell you, I'm, I'm a little jealous. I, I kind of want to be there. Maybe, why did he not invite us, I wonder, guys? Yeah, I, don't know, I, I thought know, we were right? his friends. Ship me out to Cologne. Frickin yeah, just rude. real quick. Real freaking rude. He didn't even tell us he was going until like two days before. He's like, oh, by the way, uh, can't do Sunday recording. I'll be at Gamescon. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's, he's getting too big for his tiny hobbit feet. Uh, I know. Uh, right? Or is he's it his... Aren't hobbit feet, though, like supposed to be bigger than your normal foot? So maybe he's finally growing into his hobbit feet and turning into a real boy? I think they're meant to be really hairy. Maybe. <laughs> oh. I thought and they calloused. had bigger feet. I don't know. They're like shoes. Speaking of being calloused, uh, how about this new patch from <laughs> <laughs> Realm Royale? Wow, how about that transition? How about, I like that. Wow. How about that transition Segway. right there? You can't segue like that unless you're riding on two wheels. So let's just talk a little bit about it so obviously the reactions are pretty much out there i think just about all of us have spoken our minds in one way or another uh but now that we've had a couple of well now almost two weeks i guess of playing on this patch uh does it feel as bad as you initially thought does it feel better does it feel somewhere kind of in the middle um it feels to me kind of how i expected if not Honestly, like, uh, I, I thought it was going to be way worse than it is playing on it. Um, I thought it was just going to be, like, totally game-changing. But once I finally got into it, it's kind of... It's the same sort of gameplay. What the change does, really, is it changes when you're fighting and where you're fighting and all of that. Um, but Realm is still a Realm. But I think it's, honestly, it's the public perception that matters the most and people didn't want this change and even if in my opinion it like doesn't change things a lot it's like really important to make sure your community is on board yeah the community feels really alienated at the moment and in terms of the patch i don't think it's as bad as everyone is making out but i do think it's drastically affected the pacing of the games and i think a lot of the changes are amplified when you're looking at a duos and a squad situation versus a solo situation um i probably oh, play duos and squads so like it, it's something that i've really felt in my games i i like i still enjoy the game but i do feel like the pacing with legendaries is now really off like in the final well to be honest within like five minutes everyone has that legendary weapon now it's like it's it, everyone it doesn't it doesn't even matter they're in that they're in chests to me because you get it so easily because it's so cheap and it doesn't require chicken trophies anymore and I think they were trying to make the game more friendly for new players, which I guess in some ways it does. But on the flip side, I think that the pacing um, maybe puts newer players off, especially in squads, because as soon as you're like, caught alone and there's four people with legendary weapons shooting at you, like there's nothing you can do. Oh, you're essentially instantly melted. Uh, the other thing, though, speaking of pacing-wise, and my biggest thing, I think, as far as taking away from this patch so far is like there is very little to no incentive whatsoever to fight hardly ever especially as you get into more elongated situations with duos and squads um I, I won't lie i actually haven't had a chance to play very many squad games up until recently um just last night i was playing with a couple of friends who haven't touched the game in a while and there were situations where 
we were, you know, it was just the three of us versus four, and we had a hard time winning a single fight simply because the chickens run away so quickly, they get up so much faster, and the fact that you can get instantly melted so quickly. The, the pacing of the game just feels very anti-fighting, and that, to me, is the biggest takeaway simply because that was what this game was at the get-go, was you're going to have to fight, you're going to have to get these trophies, you're going to have to find a way to forge. And right now, it's like, well, there's not really much of an incentive to forge if you want to play passive, because... Gosh, I'll tell you, I couldn't even count on one hand how many times yesterday I found at least whole two gold legendary items, abilities, or armors just simply from looting regular chests. It's just, I, I guess I'm just a little lost on the direction because the direction seemed to be going in one way for the first, you know, existence of this game that we're going to promote fighting. You're going to have to fight to get rewards, uh, and it just feels very anti that right now. Hmm. It seems to me like the honestly the only time that I'm really going to forge is that often nowadays is just to craft armor potions because <laughs> you yeah, can't find too. those anywhere. Uh, they should just change the forge to like a potion dispenser, like a <laughs> like a, a vending machine or something. Um, but no, I mean, how many of these changes do you think were sort of targeted towards? increasing the hype levels maybe in the tournaments because i noticed a lot of these changes definitely affect the tournaments pretty significantly and in the past it was very rare for people to be getting their legendary weapons online but i think we saw just one squad tournament so far on this patch um and people were getting their weapons left and right um and it definitely changed that kind of pacing um what do you think about that for me, personally, I think this patch is 100% geared towards the casual player. I don't think this has any competitive mindset whatsoever. Yeah, I think that when you take a look at, you know, the armor potions, obviously there is less of it being dropped. They cost more to forge. We're even getting them out of legendary drops, like the actual gold chest drops, which to me just says that we want these armor potions to be worth something more. And honestly, it's just one of those things that if you're a newer player going up against a more experienced player and that experienced player doesn't have 2,400 HP because he doesn't have armor potions, you're much more likely to be able to kill them. Same idea. You don't want to go and fight? Well, hey, we still will give you an, uh, an opportunity as a casual player who don't want to play very aggressively to still be able to get your legendary weapon. You don't even have to go to a forge to get it. You might just get a legendary weapon out of a chest. This whole thing, especially with like the 600 extra armor at the beginning, granted, I think that was more of a, we're fixing a problem we created because we put legendary weapons in chests. So if someone gets a gold slug, in your first chest and the guy right next to you gets a white sword we don't want you to get one tap headshotted but at the same point i think that early ttk extension is just again catering to newer players i think a lot of this patch is catered towards the casual newer player trying to make the game easier for them and a little bit more uh i guess just camp friendly i hate to say that would but that's essentially what it is it just makes the game you could play it more passively and still be successful but do you do you think that Hi-Riz has achieved in catering to new players in this patch? Because no. I'm not so sure just because of the pacing of legendaries. I feel like the game, after about three minutes, suddenly everyone becomes super, super lethal. And at that point in the game, it's not as, as fun. Like you, I feel like your abilities aren't as useful. Um, you know, if everyone has legendary weapons, like, yes, it kind of evens the playing field. But with the impact of the legendary weapons, I think it's too quick. But I'm not really sure on the best way to fix that, because I guess you could make it like 150 shards or put a time limit on it, and, and that would help to a certain extent, but I don't know. I I'm feel like, like that's just complicating things so much, though. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. It sounds really complicated to make it that way. Yeah, I don't think a time limit would work. Maybe you could up the shards, but I mean, when I play squads previously, 
it would be like fortunate if two or three of us got our class weapons because you needed to get so many chicken trophies. Now it's like with squads, assuming none of us die in the first kind of two minutes, suddenly we're a, a squad of four running around just taking names with bows and sniper rifles. And, you know, <laughs> it's just, it, it's kind of ridiculous. And because people are much more scared to fight, it's kind of interesting in terms of how that plays out because now as a squad, if we fight another squad, like instead of everyone kind of rushing in to kill each other, I feel like a lot of the time we fight a squad and then a couple minutes later we'll fight another squad and then another squad and it'll be very kind of staggered because people are playing much more cautiously. And there's so much less incentive to fight too because very uh, much along so. the same lines with the potions, nobody has any anymore. So you don't want to take a fight because you don't have the potions to be able to sustain back up. And if you fight someone with the engagements being as long as they are right now, by the end of it, they're not going to have any potions left. So it's like, there's not really any reward. You don't get nuggets. You don't get shards for it. Um, looting gets you the same kind of rewards that you would get for fighting people. If not uh, more. Exactly. Uh, so it's weird. It's a, it is a very weird pace. And like you're saying with the, the lethality spike in the mid game, it's really not kind of friendly to new players because they're the ones that don't understand the mechanics that well. And if everybody is so good at killing you in the mid game, you're just going to die and not really know what happened. Yeah. The, the pacing of the game has definitely been very strange because I feel like the late game is the only time when it's, the game is generally even remotely fun. You might get a couple mm -hmm. of decent fights with somebody else who happens to be fully kitted, but early game, like if you drop Until into lumber and you fight, yeah, and if you fight six different people and all of them had just white weapons, maybe no, no potions, low abilities for you to pick up, and somebody comes in to rotate from Valley and got the ro and got the loot Valley completely by themselves, they could be purpled, greened, and golded up, and you're fighting them with white. I mean, it's just like you just have so much less time, you know, to loot, and that time that you're spending fighting is just essentially equating to you not being nearly as looted late because after you kill all those people you still have to go around and shard all of their items and abilities just to even get your forge going so it's like it's this weird balance of do you want to fight get their shards and forge or do you not want to fight and just go to some town and loot everything and come away with the same amount of loot because before, to be this lethal, you would have to get a forge off, which meant you would have to at least yes. stay in a forge room for that extra minute. Now, to get to that level of lethality, it's it's RNG. You could you know it could happen thirty seconds in. I mean, like in some ways, yes, but I still I don't personally feel like legendaries in chests are that much of a problem. And this is someone who found the plasma launcher three times in one game in a chest. So like, uh, you know, after you find the first one, it doesn't matter. But the thing is. Because legendaries are so cheap to make anyway, most people have crafted theirs within the first kind of five minutes of the game, if you're still alive. So at that point, finding them in chests doesn't matter anymore. Like, yes, it kind of impacts the early game, but I feel like they're kind of uncommon enough that it's maybe not as much of a problem as some people feel. I get that people just don't like weapons in chests. I personally can live with it um, if it's if it's kept in its current state. Like, I, I can live with it. Like, it, it, I... if, if this stays in the game indefinitely i would be okay i would still play the game it's not something where i'm gonna uninstall. i would be i think more fine if i continue to find legendary abilities and armors and then they take away the legendary weapons so that way you have gun chests continue to be a thing that have value to them because you could be getting higher rarity weaponry and you know kind of desires where you land in the first place uh, it's it's a weird balance thing because I, I have to 100% agree with you that when you're playing duos and squads before, especially competitively, usually only one person 
is coming away with their legendary weapon. And that seems a little counterintuitive to the uniqueness of having different classes. But at the same point, if this system that we have right now is making it too simple to get them. So would you be more in favor of doing one of two things? Number one, you keep chicken trophies back in the game, but you make your legendary weapon full shards, however many number that is, plus one chicken instead of two. Does that help the problem or does it just continue to be the same thing? What I would do, I think, if I was going to change it, I, I agree. I'm okay with, like, legendary weapons not being in chests as well and keeping the kind of armor and abilities. That still kind of gives you that little bonus and it feels nice. Like, when I find, you know, a legendary proxy mine in a chest, I'm like, yes, that's great. Um, But in terms of solution to legendaries, I would probably just make it so you have to craft twice to get a legendary weapon. Maybe make it cost 60 shards at each stop, but you have to go to two forges because that encourages people to move around the map. It encourages people to go to forges, which, you know, encourages fighting because if you want to get those weapons you're going to have to defend those forges um and it kind of deals with the pacing issue at the same time so that is probably the kind of solution that i personally would go with so you're thinking you would craft half of your legendary weapon then you have to craft the other half of it yeah like maybe you, you craft a chicken trophy and then at the next stop you trade in the chicken trophy and some shards for a weapon so then you can kind huh. of keep chicken trophies in the game but make them a craftable and then have that feed into weapons which helps deal with the pacing it encourages people to move around the map encourages people to utilize different forges and by doing that encourages combat because would you you're getting an advantage then, by choosing to go to forges would you then also still have chicken trophies drop on kill then too no i think i think you could make it so that's something that you have to craft because then the killing is encouraged by the fact that you have to forge I would love to see them just remove the legendaries from chess um, and then just have the drop chance of purples ramp up over the course of the game. Because I sort of understand what they were going for with putting these legendaries in chess. And granted, I, I mean, I can't be sure about this because they don't they don't provide their reasoning. But from what I can tell, it seems like they wanted to make looting great again, <laughs> I guess. Um, because, uh, you know, beyond the first two minutes of the game looting is literally just shard it's just shard fest you're only opening up chests so that you can break the stuff down that's inside of it so that you can get more shards to go to a forge and i think they wanted to make it so that like when you're out and about looting houses like you still get those like oh wow like awesome this random item that i got like those those wow moments um so i i get it i get why they did it i think um but i don't think you should be able to get yourself fully kitted in this game specifically, just based on looting, because this isn't PUBG, you know, it's not Fortnite like that. Um, I think if you make it to the final circle and you haven't killed an, a single person, like if you're decked out in purples, like that's okay with me, but to have full legendaries from not really killing anybody or even a lot, several legendaries, I'm not super on board with. Um, I'd also love to see an upgrade system. In what um, way? Like just upgrading at Forges. I think it was something that they had... Uh, the infrastructure set up before because um, I remember there, there being screenshots like months and months ago of uh, I don't remember exactly who posted on Twitter but one of their engineers posted a picture and it was you know you would take a, a green weapon to the forge or a purple weapon to the forge and then you'd spend some shards and you would turn a green weapon into a purple or a purple weapon into a legendary um, yeah I remember and when I think they, that would just that was when they first like changed it right yeah yeah because they were going to do that and then instead of doing that i don't they, they changed it to what they had then because that was that was right after the the infamous forge patch where they took out legendaries oh yeah exactly but they're not going to
gonna have like purple class weapons at one point. Like it was something there was a long about. time ago, wasn't it? And you're gonna have purple class weapons, and then you'd be able to upgrade them at forges and stuff. And those were kind of options. I mean, I don't know how I feel about that? There's lots I of think... different ways you can kind of address it. I don't know. It's a tricky one. Pre Steam, I'm... I'm I might be remembering wrong, but pre Steam, I'm fairly certain that they did have purple and potentially even green versions of. Because I feel like I remember looting, like rocket launchers and and stuff like that back when Engineer had rocket launcher. That were they, were they were purple. I don't think you could upgrade them, but I do remember there being different rarities, and I think that would be kind of cool, man. Like you know, you start off, you build a, a purple axe. Maybe like maybe the first time you build your class weapon, it comes out purple, and it's just the same axe, but it doesn't have uh, it elemental enchant, and it does like a little bit less damage. Then you go to the next forge, and then maybe that requires a chicken nuggets upgraded from there, or maybe it doesn't. Um, but I think it would help the pacing because it seems very bursty right now. There's there's no linear ramp up. It's just from gray green straight to gold. Yeah, and, I totally agree with that. Actually, it, that's really how it does feel. It's just there's no progression really. It's just it's all random happenstance, which is what a lot of people don't like. But going back to the idea of potentially lowering the quality of certain things, but then also providing the opportunity of upgrading. Does that system, do you think, work with this current economy? Or do you think you need to start seeing shards return to you on kills? Because I feel like you're just, like, especially in the competitive version of the game, everything's looted in the first six minutes of the game. You're not going to find yep. an area in the map that's not looted. So True. do you have to add that economy system back to where you get shards on downing somebody to chicken to make this happen? Yeah, I don't, uh, I'm not a big fan of the current sharding economy at all. I think, I, I understand them wanting to tone down the rewards for killing people, because 50 shards is kind of a lot. Um, but, you know, bring that down to maybe 20, 25 or so. Um, but yeah, just in general, I would say bring it back. It's it's so weird looting things now, and sharding grays and getting th three shards, and you have, you know, you have 59 shards, but you need 60 for an armor piece. Like, it's just, I don't know. Oh, I feel like I land on like 119 shards so <laughs> it's like, often. please, God. Just You're running around for that one box that somebody missed. Yeah, no, I think at that point I only just drop one of my two weapons. I'm like, right, screw it. I'm just going to disenchant this and hope that in 60 seconds nobody comes along to try and kill me while I wait for the, like a second weapon. It's, I think it's a hard one. I, I understand why you guys want incentives for killing, but I feel like you need to kind of have a balance between incentives for killing and almost incentives for passive play because i think yeah, because there are people that play like that absolutely yeah. and that's that's what i'm saying like up the purple drop rate like make just looting a viable strategy but, but i would say not not a more viable strategy. but how does that work when everything is looted by kind of 10 minute mark you know you could death you could up the, up the rate <laughs> deathmatch had just respawning every two minutes yeah i don't want to i definitely don't want to see that i that if that happens that's the game i that's the day i stop playing this game i think generally like the thing that I think that this game needs to associate itself with, it needs to build its identity. And, like, right now, we're getting, like, this really weird clouded area where, like, the game doesn't really have an identity. It used to be the, you run around and kill people battle royale is what it was. And if you didn't like that, you know, you either learned it or you didn't. And I know initially, like, a lot of people who tried this game at first were like, oh, I can't get into Realm Royale. It just, it's, it's just not for me. It's not a battle royale that I enjoy. And that's fine. Yeah. But I think, I think that, it, that yeah, this... It's, it's good to fit a niche. Yeah, and the, if you start respawning chests, like, gosh, I get so annoyed playing right now because in Outland Trinity, kill three people, and then I'm still there eight and a half minutes later because the circle's there, and I still need to shard things to get my <laughs> third forge off so I can get a full forge. 
And, and if that if chests started to respawn, I just think you see so much complacent gameplay. And I that's just not what this game was at first yeah. look. And even beyond that for me is that this game was a game that promoted fighting it you wanted to use your like the whole thing was you use these forges to get people moving you use these abilities so that you have you have quick gameplay and you know gunfights that you can actually maneuver around and use different types of abilities besides just weapons and if you start to continue to cater more towards oh you could just stay here and keep looting the rng tables until you get gold out of your chests i just think it just feels really counterintuitive i think the game needs to be built more around going and fragging because that's a lot of the reason why people don't enjoy playing games like Fortnite and PUBG is the fact that the games can be so slow and it's not about so much fighting the person as is it about, uh, about with my loot versus your loot or how fast can I build compared to your building speed. Exactly, who runs out of materials first exactly. and build the wall. No, so I get that and I, you know, I, I, I can't say that I... I spent a lot of time thinking about that chest respawning thing. I literally well, just thought of that off sure. the top of my head. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I do agree with that. Um, now that you've sort of gone a bit farther in depth. Um, I'm just, I don't know, man, I'm just trying to rack my brain to figure out a way for them to take the game down the path that they so clearly want to take it on. But that also doesn't affect, like you're saying, the people that got into it for the fact that it was that high action, intense, like frag fest that it started off as. Yeah, that's kind of the, yeah. isu the issue now is just that if you like killing people by playing aggressively, you're playing suboptimally. Because whenever I play, we always try and get kills. We always try and hunt people down. That's what I enjoy doing. Like it could, we could sit and camp in a house for you know 10 minutes, but it's not a place I'll look personally uh, when I play duos or squads, we enjoy as a team. Um, with that said, we I'm very aware that by playing like that, I'm handicapping my win rate because you know you're you're you are going to be hurting yourself. You're opening yourselves to being um, pincered, to being flanked, to being vultured, all that kind of thing, or just to dying and you know hurting the duo or the squad. That's that's kind of part of it. Um, so they need that like slight incentive for players without making the incentive so big that it dictates the playstyle 100. You need kind of a balance, and it's very hard because I think people are trying to do opposite things. Like completely opposite things. Totally agree. So how do you how do you balance that? I think either you choose one camp and stick with it, or you try and make both teams happy. At which point nobody's happy. But I think that's where we are currently. Right. You can't please everybody, and I think yeah, no, I think you absolutely can't. Where we are. I I mean I think ideally I would like to see legendary weapons taken out of chests, and you could keep the legendary armor and abilities. And then on kill, you still get some kind of reward shard-wise, and you get a chicken trophy. And I think that legendary weapons, for at least class-specific, should cost a full 120 plus one chicken trophy. I mean, because if you're playing a full four-man squad, and you kill a four-man squad, then everybody can get their chicken trophies. And then, yeah. for God's sake, can we make chicken trophies then droppable, too? That'd be great. So that way, <laughs> someone who hits one on accident can drop it again. That would be wonderful. Would you... Well, everything eventually needs to be droppable, you know? Yeah, shards, Armor, too, would be great. Yeah. Would shards, you then yeah. include the option for players to craft chicken trophies for the people who like looting and that kind of playstyle, where if you kill someone, kudos, you got a chicken trophy. If you don't want to kill people... You can craft a chicken trophy, but then you have to go to another forge to get your legendary. So there is a longer option. Yeah, for that's really terrible. <laughs> I, I think I think if they're going to make the looting path viable, I think it still needs to bring people to forges. I don't think you should just be able Agreed. to hide out in the sticks and just loot things. Yeah. Um, for eternity. Um, as long as they're putting people kind of in the line of fire to make that gamble, um, you know that risk versus reward decision. 
Um, I'd be okay with that. I'd that be would help okay also with it, for those times like, where you just drop somewhere and you do, you just don't see anybody, and it's like right. I can't I can't forge my weapon because I literally haven't seen anyone. I'd be okay with that idea. I I think my first initial reaction to it is like, why would you ever do that? Like that's just so much time like not playing the game in my opinion. But if you if if that happens, you know, if it costs say sixty to build a chicken trophy, then you go find another one hundred twenty. To get your weapon, you go, girl. You do you. <laughs> I, I, I just, I could that, not, I could not get myself to do that. I could not get myself to play like that. But I just feel like you have to have both options. Like that kind of seems to be what right. we're trying to do, and you have to find a way that that balances both options. And I think until they find that, we're not going to address the other issues in the game, whether that be certain weapons damage or certain classes efficiency or mobility or all that kind of thing. I think until they find out the core of what they want their game to be in terms of the identity of the economy and the weapons and how you attain those weapons. There's no point in maybe looking at things like the engineers or the sniper rifle or whatever it is that's annoying you today. Yeah. And that's a sort of a good transition, I think right there. I don't, I don't mean to take your, your job as the host shift, but we have, you know, we've been talking about the overall meta and the overall strategy for a little while now. How do you guys feel more, you know, about the class meta and that, balance like let's talk about engineer for a second i I hate them i hope they die in a i would say in a fire but apparently they're immune to their own fire so you know yeah (laughs) i for me it's tough to think to, to sit there and like put like a list together at the moment because to be completely honest like there are so many game-breaking bugs with every single class right now. It's very difficult to say who's strong and who's not. Obviously, the Engineer is the strongest because it's the only character that has an undestructible shield. It has self-immune firebomb, and the potion plasma launcher is literally the easiest thing to use in the game. So uh, especially fly. with its new thrust mechanics. Yeah, the, <laughs> the legendary f- thrust is, is crazy. But it's, it's hard to get a full read because, you know, like, Assassin's Concussion Bomb still doesn't work 80% of the time, it feels like. Uh, the healing flask and shielding flask will routinely not work on warrior. The mine still sometimes doesn't deploy correctly on hunter. It's just, there are so many buggy things with the game. It's hard for me to get a true listing on where the balance currently stands. Sora only exists as a white, just like cripples the mage at the moment. I mean, there's some things I think are obviously just stupid. Like firebomb shouldn't go through obstacles you know if i if oh, you're on one side not, yeah. of a wall and i'm on the other side i'm gonna throw this fireball at my feet and you're gonna die like that that one is just <laughs> it just feels bad uh that's how, like you you need to kind of counter ways of dying that feel bad like that one feels bad going to fight yeah. an engineer then putting up a wall and you not being able to shoot them and then able to shoot you feels bad fighting against engineers and having them bouncing all over the place like a pair of them just raining fire down on you while you can't even like aim at them because they have such a short cooldown feels bad and that's why people are talking about engineer because you know dying to other classes doesn't feel as bad as that exactly i think that's one of like the reasons a lot of people are i would maybe not having less fun with the game but like kind of uh it's it's because you know during the mage meta during the assassin meta during all these other like you know during the hunter meta you know those classes were objectively the strongest and it was like wow they're really good but it didn't feel bad the way that engineer feels really bad because it, it feels like there's not really anything you can do about it. No, so, yeah. there's not. <laughs> um, 
on a, on a side note, because one of the reasons why engineers are becoming so strong, at least in the higher level, is because of their ability with gold gloves to thrust and then plasma launcher, slug, plasma launcher, slug, the quick mm -hmm. switch tech, which to be fair, you could also do on characters like Warrior, and there is some cheeky tech going on with Mage as well. Do you think that quick switching needs to be addressed as having some kind of a pre-post time, so that way you aren't getting Ooh. these crazy techs? I think they should just outright remove the weapon swap speed bonus from gloves and find some other sort of uh, bonus to give to gloves. I like the reload speed, absolutely, because, you know, there's a ton of weapons that have crazy long reloads. Uh, but the switching, I don't think if they keep that, it's going to be so hard to balance because by itself, the potion or plasma launcher is relatively balanced. It's super easy to use, but its DPS is much lower than something like an axe because it's easier to use like that. Uh, but when you can quick switch and go from the slug back to potion launcher, it breaks that kind of DPS balance. Um, and I don't think that that would, if they keep that in, I don't think that's going to be very easy to balance at all. Cause what do you do? You know, you, you nerf the potion launcher's damage even more until it's like completely irrelevant. Like, I, I don't know. Uh, there's a lot of things. I think that you bring up a very interesting point as far as just the armor's qualities, uh, if you take away the weapon swap speed and keep reload speed, it almost actually makes the gloves fit more in line with the other armor pieces out there. Because, like, boots, mm -hmm. cool. I have faster mount speed. Excellent. <laughs> Wonderful. Helmet, I don't even know why helmets exist right now because you already have all the headshot protection you need. That's a topic for another another day. And exactly. then chestplate, it gives you, what, 10, sec 10 uh, HP per second back? Which only so, like, works if you already have lost all of your shields. So. Exactly. So, like... It makes me feel like gloves are one of the more desirable uh, yeah, armors out yeah. there. I mean, obviously, like, with the gold helmet, you know, you essentially become immune to headshots. So, obviously, that's one of the priorities. But it would be interesting, I think, to take away just flat out the weapon swap speed. Weapon swaps are maybe a little bit faster than what they currently are at base, but not nearly as fast as they are at gold. Uh and then you just put all the armors in kind of the same way that the passive bonuses are for the classes. They, Yeah, cool, I got a little bit of an extra bonus, but really it's providing me extra survivability, which is what it should be there for in the first place. It's interesting. I think they need to bring back cooldown too. I loved it when helmets gave you cooldown reduction. Well, that's what it is. my God. With warrior <laughs> thrust, not warrior thrust, with NG thrust. Like, oh God. Yeah, yeah. I was about Can to say. That... No, they would. <laughs> we, don't, we don't need yeah. to land it. Fine. It was definitely hard to balance around. I get that. And I understand why they got rid of it. But, oh man. Do you, think, nice. it's, do you think that, speaking of the headshot bonus, do you think the headshot reduction, and a lot of us were like, oh, fine, that's going to be fine on paper. But now in application, do you think it's the wrong move? Uh, I think it's the right move as of right now, just because the way the hitboxes and the way the projectiles work, it does feel a little bit random sometimes when you're getting a headshot. So with the way the gunplay feels right now, I think it's a, a decent move. Um, and just the way the health works and the the way the, you know, how much damage the slug rifle is doing per shot, those random headshots doing double damage felt really, really bad. Uh, if they were to, you know, take down the slugs damage, but increase the fire rate or something, um, you know, I can see that, but like, here's my thing on the headshots. You should definitely be rewarded for headshots, but it, I agree. It felt like I it think was a that's, bit too rewarding before. I think that first and foremost, there needs to be a reward for hitting headshots. 
I think that also, if you look back to when it was two times modifier, the only weapon that it made it feel like, well, my life is over, is when you get headshot by a slug. Yeah. That's the only one. I don't care if I get headshot two out of the three out of burst rifles. At least I've got time to respond to it. Same thing with like a revolver. If someone's hitting me with three headshots in a row, well, kudos to you. It was only when someone landed with a green or a purple slug and one tapped headshot me that it felt bad. Do you think it's just simply slug weapon damage or should slugs get the same treatment as the SMG where it just is not allowed to headshot? A sniper rifle, but I mean, if you if you're hitting headshots with a sniper rifle, I'm not mad about it. Like you should. Like when I'm watching my duo partner Slick hit a headshot with a sniper rifle for 1,200 damage, it's like, well, what's the point of even going for headshots anymore? Yeah, but yeah. previously it was headshots for what 2,200 damage if you didn't have the right kind of helmet. And and 1,700 damage otherwise. Like I think I think that the headshot. You're saying the issue is slug, and I agree, but I think also it's basically weapons that have single-shot big, like, damage, right? That's the issue. Then yep. that's what the problem is with the slug, is that the slug exactly. was doing, you know, 600 damage, which when you double it is suddenly ridiculous. And the sniper rifle falls into that niche just the same. Um, so for me, I feel like the, the headshot reduction is fine because you no longer have those weapons where it feels bad. And this is, comes back to the engineer. It's, it's which situations feel bad when you die. And it kind of feels bad when you get hit with one shot from across the map and then are instantly chickened. With a slug. If you get hit from across the map with a headshot from a sniper, it should function like every other game when you get headshot by a sniper. You should be dead. Or close to dead. In this game, you should, so you much should about, reward that. But where is the counterplay? Like high action. Yeah, there's no counterplay. Well, and where's the just... counterplay in Counter-Strike getting sniped by an op? There's but, not. But this isn't Counter-Strike. No, the <laughs> yeah, the, the counterplay in Counter-Strike okay. is don't How about in Fortnite? That you, still get one, you can get one shot headshot but in everyone, Fortnite. You can get one headshot but everyone, in any other in, Battle Royale Yeah, game. Yeah, but in, in all of those games, everyone has access to that weapon. Then play Assassin. <laughs> yeah, let's let's well, make our class based shooter like single class. <laughs> <laughs> just saying, I it just as an assassin. It just feels bad that your legendary weapon you can't get headshots with. You can. They just do only like they don't do anything. There's there's no use of going for a headshot with a sniper rifle. I think Flat the sniper out. rifle's bonus is just the, the engagement range. I don't. Th I mean, you're already being rewarded by having longer distance than anybody else in the game. I mean, you know, I guess except for the slug, if you have like really great aim and can aim at like one pixel. Uh, but I don't know. I feel like the the amount of range plus the amount of damage is where it kind of felt bad for me um it's not so bad uh, now because you're a chicken and you can you know just run away so across the battlefield chicken, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's not so bad now but like when the chickens were slower i think the problem was definitely exas exacerbated uh, uh just it didn't it didn't feel good just I getting think... just bopped like that but also with the lack of armor potions now, you couldn't have left the sniper rifle on the headshot damage as it was because so often you're going sure. to a the fight where you're not full so damage. Real. So having that kind of poke, you'd actually just be chickening rather than poking, you know? So There was a great meme on the Reddit that was like a warrior standing behind a rock and he was like, oh, I'm going to go kill somebody. And then he takes one step out from behind the rock and he gets hit by a sniper for <laughs> half his health. And he sits back down and he's like, or he sits back down and he just goes, well, I guess I'll wait. Uh, <laughs> Cause... Except now when you wait, you've already run out of armor potions, so you're like... Uh, yeah, no, oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, the armor potions, I mean, that's that's an issue all of in itself, but I think headshots need to be rewarded in this game. I think the problem was the slug For rifle sure. headshots, not headshots as a whole. 
I think they're uh, still rewarded. It's just like it's a small damage reward. More they're than not that. rewarded. They're not. I think with they the gold could helmet, probably you're doing yeah no with the, with the gold helmet they're not rewarded at all. So I think that's they've swung it a little bit too far. And I think the gold helmet before was a way to combat the fact that the headshot damage before was so big. So now they've dropped the headshot bonus, but they haven't gotten rid of what they put in the game to mitigate that. So now it just it feels like it's swung way too far in the other direction. I think you know I, I'm advocating for a lot of armor changes right now, but I think just maybe get rid of the headshot damage reduction on the helmet, replace it with something else, give me back that cooldown, uh, <laughs> uh, and then I think it would feel a lot better because 50% bonus for hitting a headshot is not nothing. That's that's yeah. pretty big. But 25% late game is is actually nothing. Yeah, exactly. You, maybe it's just a case of tweaking numbers, whether it's like 50 to 33 or like, I think it just comes down to kind of the numbers and it's always something you're going to have to be balancing as you balance the guns. You know, if you bring things up to match, say, the slug and the burst or you bring things down to match like the shotgun and the sword and the AR and the SMG and the heirloom. And the, like, <laughs> I realize yeah, this. I would, like, every other weapon. Yeah. I would love to have them fine tuning weapons <laughs> like that and giving different weapons that kind of character because a lot of the weapons still kind of just feel pretty samey. So play with those numbers a lot. Maybe don't have headshot multiplier as 50% on everything. Like maybe give the the heirloom rifle or some of the faster firing weapons like a little bit higher headshot bonus and then some of those big meaty slow firing ones a little bit less because the thing is if you get hit three you know three times like three headshots in a row with a weapon that's firing a little bit faster like an heirloom you're like okay this guy's actually hitting his headshots but when you just get randomly booped for your whole health bar for it because you got you know it's 100 percent extra damage on a slug that doesn't feel good and it feels kind of random true so uh, you know i would yeah, be fine with that too fine tune the weapons more give them more character um there's so much that they could still be doing with the weapons and i hope they implement that in the future like let me take a let me take a a weapon to the forge and put a scope on it or a silencer or a flash hider <laughs> like you know like some some goofy stuff like that maybe not those exact attachments but um i think there's a ton they could be doing to give the weapons more identity see this is the problem with realm realm is basically like that avengers meme you know like i don't feel so good and then slowly disintegrating into particles that's what the game is currently the state and when they fix the things which don't feel good i think the game is going to be in a really good place and hopefully then the community will start to be more positive because I think also an issue with the game is just that a lot of the people in the community are very negative, which doesn't... Like, if you're a new player and you see everyone just complaining, it's like, um, it doesn't encourage you to play it. Like, what got me playing Realm Morale was seeing lots of people who I follow on Twitter saying good things about Realm Morale. Admittedly, that was when it first went into alpha, but that's the sole reason I'm playing the game now. And it's the sole reason I have, like, 200-odd hours in the game. Which brings us back to the whole community thing. Even if these changes in this current patch aren't objectively bad, it's absolutely definitely not what the community wanted. And you have your entire community, like you're saying, just bashing the game, which is not healthy for player bases, as we've seen. It's not healthy for anything. I want to leave us with uh, one last final question before we, we sign off. Uh, and this is more of a preference question. Would you rather be playing a game that was perfectly balanced but had a lot of bugs or a game that had no bugs but was wildly unbalanced?
See, I can live with bugs. I don't know. How bad are the bugs? Like the bugs that are currently the bugs, in Realm Royale right now. The bugs now. affect the balance. <laughs> so it's it, like you can't have both. That's the thing. Like if they're just like bugs that don't affect balance, then I'm fine with it. The, the issue yeah, now exactly. is that... If they're bugs that... Yeah, I'm cool with the chickens balking for 45 minutes after I kill yeah, them. Yeah, like, I can even um, live with like the fat stepping lobby. Like I, I hate yeah, it. It's, but... it's the bugs like Shift was talking about where I throw a shield at my feet and it doesn't help me or the heal like doesn't hit me um or the fire going through walls those are the bugs that i don't like so but let's think... phrase the question with the mindset of what realm is currently would you rather play a realm royale with no bugs but was unbalanced or a realm royale that was balanced but still had the same consistent bugs mm, i would say no no bugs but balanced but i think it's almost impossible to balance the game wait Wait, no bugs but unbalanced. But I think the game is always going to be unbalanced to a certain extent. I don't I don't know. I do think they should fix bugs. 100% I think you should fix bugs. I think fixing bugs is important. Um, especially some of the ones we've seen in the past. And I, I think some of the bugs that are in the current game shouldn't be in the game. Like the white sore existing and not having upgrades. Why is that in the main client? That should never ever be in the main client. I'm going to take a third path here and say that I would like a nice, fine balance of the two. Because right now we have a lot of bugs and a lot of imbalance. And I would like less of both. Because I, in some... In a, in a weird way, I kind of do like the ebb and flow and the roller coaster of balance. I like it when classes go up and down. It gives something, you know, it gives us something to talk about. It gives you something to think about, to be researching on realm.gg, like you're looking at all the new stats. So I do like when there's a little bit of imbalance in a game and it goes up and down and you see new flavor of the month picks and all of that. Um, some bugs can be sort of endearing, I guess, but some are terrible. <laughs> that is uh, a very nice way of putting it. Yeah. <laughs> Like the T-pose and all of that. Oh, uh, so, uh, yeah, I would just like to see them s- do better in both regards, I guess. It so feels like a loaded, a loaded question. But what we should do here is should be like, what I do mean, you think? Get involved on our Discord. I, <laughs> yeah, there <laughs> you go. You could get involved by joining our Discord and letting you know. Me, personally, I will much rather, I think, I can understand a world where people would play a game that was bug-free but wildly unbalanced before they play a game that is balanced but wildly filled with bugs. Can you think of an example? If I have to concussion bomb into a side of a wall and it doesn't work one more time, I'm flipping my entire house over. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to root it all up from the basement and just flip the entire thing over. Just concussion bomb the whole house. Problem solved. Exactly. Problem (laughs) solved. Need to do some landscaping on the the bottom edges of the house anyways. Goodness gracious. Well, any final thoughts from you guys before we wrap up the episode number three? Oh, I have one. But you know you know how sometimes people point things out to you and then you can't unsee them? So this is like your oh warning God, for no. everyone who's listening that if you don't want Realm Realm Ruined for you forever, you should just quit Oh, God, now. I'm taking out my headphones. <laughs> yeah, I'm so, about to do the same. So my, my brother pointed out to me that... Uh, underpass like the the forge where the mountain is if you look at it on this the map is... it kind of looks like a sad duck yeah so, it's like sad side like duck. a crying you, 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 you yeah that? yeah yeah so once I you notice that you will never ever right unsee it like we refer to it yeah. when we play as sad duck like are we gonna are we gonna go to sad duck <laughs> go to sad duck that's oh it, it that was on reddit a, a couple of weeks ago and i lost my mind because i actually had that same reaction it was like i'm not gonna say anything about this because i'm gonna ruin it for somebody else yeah. but every time i see it Sad duck. I think I think of a sad side <laughs> duck. Underpass? I'm looking at a map. I don't see it. I'll I I'll send so. you the side by side. It's it's ah, out there okay. somewhere. Someone someone did a side by side, and it's pretty uncanny. 
Excellent. You'll have to but post it in the Discord, too. So I will. I will if do people that. people want to see it, they're going to have to join our Discord. <laughs> the only way if you, you want to get notifications, yeah. All of our yeah. notifications when episodes get uploaded and go live will be over on our Discord. Of course, you can continue to find us on SoundCloud, Google Play, as well as the iTunes Store. But that's it. That's episode three. We'll catch you guys next week at the regular time, regular space, and regular place for episode four with The Hobbit coming back with us again. It would be nice to get his thoughts Dirty after feet. the Gamescom. Dirty feet. That's like two blues from show already. Oh, He's man. The I'm, girl I'm, the I'm just like, the I'm sorry. I'm just that's really hard to be sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the woo guy. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that's it for us here at Foul Play. Until next time, I hope that you guys keep holding it down. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Be sure to keep an eye on SoundCloud, iTunes, and the Google Play Store for future shows. Foul Play. Except no substitutes.